Welcome to episode 41 of the Business of Making podcast. At the time of this episode coming out, it's only August, but Christmas is coming at us really fast. So in this episode, we are going to help you make a plan for it so that you can organize your promotion, your products, your cutoff dates, and all of that good stuff and make the most out of this really great season for sales without feeling completely stressed and overwhelmed. Let's dive in. Do you want to make it as a maker? This is the Business of Making podcast with your hosts, Michaela Denvers, Deb Engelmeyer, and Jess Van Den. We know from experience that growing a handmade business is bloody hard work. We're here to make it a little bit easier for you by dishing out reality-based, no BS, tried and tested advice on how to make your business work. Tune in every week for an honest conversation on what it really takes to make a creative business a success. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Business of Making. This is Deb, and as always, I'm here with Mick. Hello. And Jess. Hello. And today, we are going to talk about Christmas, which is a little bit weird because we're in August, but it's very important that we start planning out early, so that's what we're going to uh, do today with you. But first, I wanted to give a shout-out to one of our uh, listeners, I was going to say customer, but not at all. <laughs> Someone that left a lovely review. The name is Sunflower HM, so I'm not sure that's the actual name, but uh, if you recognize yourself, thank you. And it says, a great conversational way of learning. These ladies are awesome. They know their stuff, but each has a different twist on how they do things and sometimes differing opinions. Therefore, you feel you have a few options to try rather than just do this, this, and this, which is a very true. <laughs> we, we sort of have a general, like... Um, I think we, we agree most of the time, but there's nuances in, in the way we do things. So yeah, um, I really like that you appreciate that sunflower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thank I agree. you for leaving us a review. Thank we you. love reviews. We do. Um, Please leave us one. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and leave us as many reviews as you want. <laughs> All over the place. <laughs> uh, so yeah, today, um, Christmas. So why are we wanting to talk about Christmas in August? Well, you know what? It was January 1st, like yesterday. That's yes. how time <laughs> So, so holy cow, like Christmas is going to be basically tomorrow. So you need to start planning now. And also you guys will, I know both of you guys, girls, people, my co-hosts have, uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, it's, it started. I said I was on the cusp of the silliness before we started recording. Already started. This is what happens when we record on a Friday afternoon, oh people. <laughs> Um, but yes, Deb and Jess have a lot of experience with Christmas countdowns and their students. I haven't covered it as much, so I probably will have a lot of questions for you guys. Um, but I know that you both know about the Christmas countdowns and know your dates and all that kind of thing. So that's what we're going to be going through. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like, there's also a slower time now for must makers, which is like the summer. And it's actually a great time to plan out for that because it comes so quickly. And for most makers, it's not just Christmas, but when you're trying to plan Christmas, you realize there's also back to school or like Halloween and like Black Friday and like all the stuff that's like before Christmas as well. That's also like important for sales. And so you find yourself in a situation when you're like, I just can't do it all. And so you just do everything halfway. Um, so it's really good to sort of start planning it now so that because tomorrow is September. September is pretty much December, as you said, me. Like, it just goes yeah. like so, so quickly. So it's really good to sort of try to plan from now. 
Also, a little side note for those in Australia, Deb does mean it's winter now. <laughs> Not yeah. summer at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> but we are global. I can't get week. it right. Like, it's so weird. I live here. I've been living here for almost a decade. <laughs> I am cold right now. Like, I know it's winter. We do have a lot of listeners in the state. So it obviously makes sense for those listeners. So, um, yeah, just everyone <laughs> in Australia, <laughs> just wait for my voice to kick in and say, well, actually, this <laughs> And now we're going to have the, is, is Christmas better in summer or winter debate? <laughs> my husband has been here for 12 years now and he's only just getting used to some of us, Christmas being hot. He still finds it a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's always going to be weird for me. <laughs> but I think also you guys in the Northern Hemisphere, you don't get bombarded by cultural messaging like we do here. Like we, we still have all of the movies about White Christmas and it's still on cards and there's all the songs. So we're kind of used to the idea that, oh, yeah, Christmas is different in the Northern Hemisphere. But you guys, it's just like, it's cold. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> So let's get ready for it because it will be here before we know it. You have to be prepared months in advance if you want to actually do a really good job of marketing for it and getting your products ready. Like think about it, like you have to have stuff to people usually a few weeks before Christmas and then that means you need to ship it before that and that means you need to have your products in your shop before that and then you need to plan your products if you have Christmas specific ones mm. before that. So we're, we're talking like now. That's why we're doing this episode now. Yeah. Because this and is on where top you of that, all the promotional work as well. Oh, yeah. And like well. are you going to style your photos with like Christmassy elements and all of this stuff? Like there's just so much to do. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> But let's let's work through that in the right order. So first of all, let's decide, are we doing anything special for Christmas or not? Yeah, so I guess um, when you're thinking about product lines and seasonal product lines, Christmas, uh, you might have a specific line that is just for Christmas perhaps. Like, so I'm just thinking if you like make cookies, for example, it would be a no-brainer to have Christmas cookies available. Um, but obviously you don't uh, make them six months in advance. <laughs> to make some to take photos of them to be able to do the marketing so if you do have that seasonal line that doesn't exist year round you still need to make it now to be able to mm. do all that stuff um yeah. if you don't have a seasonal line and you just have your base like you know same products all year round um what would you guys suggest in terms of like having a special sort of christmas dealy type thing yeah well there's there's two things there's like i don't have a special line for it but i can make the same products with different so different colors or a different pattern so i'm thinking more people that use fabric and things like that for now mm -hmm. uh but if not there's also just how can you pre like introduce your products in a way that makes them giftable so can you mm -hmm. come up with like a selection of products that would be great for dad great for mom so that you can use a promotion around that like you know jewelry under and then the price point so that you can sort of introduce that to people as in this is a great gift get it for your you know sister mother whatever so you yeah, don't necessarily so like have to have like a green and red collection um, you know, there's many products for, for which that's not going to be possible to have a really Christmassy theme, but you can still make it so that it's giftable and that's what you want to use in your marketing. Yeah. You want to think about like gift guides and stuff like that as well. Mm. Um, down the line, like putting together, I used to do this every year. I'd have like a gift guide featuring my products and it would be like, this is, these gifts are really good for your mum or your grandma or your dad or like, and actually give people links and examples of products that would be a great gift for each one of those people and their family and their friends. Like here's one for your bestie. Uh, that's a nice thing you can do. 
Also, another really good idea and something that you should be organizing within the next month or so, if you're going to cross-promote with anyone else. Mm, so if you're going to do some sort of collaboration promotion where you all have a gift guide featuring each other's stuff or you have some sort of Instagram loop or I don't know, whatever it might be, there's plenty of options. But if you want to work with other makers, now's the time to be thinking about reaching out to them and actually starting to organize this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely complimentary products not competing products. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's really step one. It's like, am I doing something special with my products or do I need new products or do I keep the same one? And if so, how, how will I change the messaging around it so that it's uh, good to go for Christmas? And then what will my promotion look like? And if that implies working with people, then starting thinking about that as well, as you just said, Mm -hmm. Jess. Mm. Um, something and that's really fresh because we literally just finished the workshop series this morning as we're recording this we had a, a live interactive workshop series the last workshop was um, this morning and we're recording in the afternoon but it was all about email marketing and it's a good time to start now if you if you don't have a list um, it, there's still time to put some people in, onto your list before Christmas because when it comes to promotion it's really efficient to be able to send emails to subscribers around Christmas well before actually because we'll talk about that delivery time and all um, but, you know, to say, hey, buy this for your mom for Christmas <laughs> and to actually use for promotion. So uh, email marketing, if you don't have a lease, get one. And if you have one, it may be reassessed. What are you doing to grow that lease between now and Christmas? Yeah, definitely. It's multiple things that you can be doing all at once, <laughs> really. But we want to try and uh, block things out and make sure that you're giving yourself enough time to because a lot of the time I think what I've experienced myself but also seen a lot of people do Uh, things take a lot more time than you think they will. So Mm. if you are creating a new product line or if you are even re-photographing existing products, you'll need to, you know, you'll need a lot lot more time than what you think you will to even photograph the products. Mm. Oh, yeah, photography is always the worst. Edited and, you know, just all of that stuff. It's a lot of planning and a lot involved. So just make sure Mm. that you really are... um, scheduling in that time too not just putting in your brain going yeah this is what's going to happen in the next few weeks like that doesn't mean anything and it's not going to happen so actually scheduling the time to do it to make it happen Mm. yeah I agree one handy thing to do at this stage is like okay these are all the things I need to do before Christmas something I like to suggest people do and that I do myself is I actually work backwards from my cutoff dates so mm-hmm. cutoff dates are the date the last dates you will ship product and promise that it will arrive in time for christmas so these are going to be different for everyone but just to give some ballpark figures you need to work out what your turnaround time is and what your shipping time is and what's the shortest that can be realistically if you are busy don't make it too short um don't I, I always say don't over-promise and under-deliver. That's the worst thing you can possibly worst do. Worst time of the year to, for that. Yeah, absolutely. Well. Like, anytime it's bad, but someone not having something to put under the tree is like yeah. really bad. You'll get a nasty review. Yeah, it's better just to not get the sale than to not deliver on it. So um, I always say over, under-promise and over-deliver. So make your cutoff dates a little bit earlier than you actually really think yeah maybe I could make it a little bit closer but just be to be safe um and what I normally do just for interest sake is I have I have you have two dates your international and your domestic cutoff dates you may also want to go to the next level which is domestic with express if you're going to offer that as an option if you're going to offer like a free upgrade to express post at a you know in that last week or something uh think about that as well now and decide on that so I, my cutoffs, 
are the last week of November, so the beginning of the last week of November usually and like the first week of December. The dates vary a little bit depending on things, but I, that's a huge amount of time. Like if you want to buy from me from overseas for Christmas, you need to buy from me before December even yeah, starts. mid-November, you know? that's right. Like no. already a month before actual yeah. Christmas because I think people really think in their heads, oh, yeah, 25th of December. And it's like, no, 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 no. No way. You, can't, you know, you can't even send <laughs> – you can't really even send anything one week before that and expect to get it there snail mail in like with Australia Post, like no chance whatsoever. It's just not going to happen. So yeah, you need a lot more leeway in those time frames. But then that gives you a good idea as well. Once you've done that, the cutoff and you walk backwards, as you said, you realize, okay, so if people need to order from me in November, I'm not going to start marketing mid-November because a lot of makers actually, they get to November and go, oh, I'm going to start pushing for Christmas now. And it's like, well, you're already almost a little bit too late to make that happen. So by working backwards, you're like, okay, so my marketing needs to be ready in October. (laughs) Next (laughs) month in a couple of weeks is September. (laughs) That's why we're talking about this now because it's like, it's going to happen really quickly. So I really like this idea of working backwards because you like literally get a calendar or like, you know, print out like a... Uh, a calendar and just write down those dates and you'll mm-hmm. see that very quickly it's tomorrow that you need to start that <laughs> yeah yeah i mean when how long are you going to offer these things for how long are you going to mm-hmm. do these promotions for uh what's your turnaround time like my turnaround time is one to two weeks so that's why my cutoff is so early because i need to make sure i have time to make stuff oh another pro tip holy moly i made this mistake make sure you have enough materials oh no no jess this one's so stressful (laughs) oh i got this was this was like my first second year maybe um and i got all these orders which is great but i ran some of my stock materials i ran out of and it was like the week before christmas oh my god i did order more did it come in time it did amazingly only because my my who i buy my silver from are in australia and they're really there and back (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I wish I could have. Like they're in Sydney, so not so easy. But um, they ship Express Pro, so I like right. put the order in. I did get it in time. I'm just trying to think if because it was it was also for a return. Like this one particular product was for a really good customer of mine who had bought for me a couple of times before. Yes, I'm like, this is the that. last person in the world I want to let down is someone who mm. is a really good customer of mine. So that was super stressful. So do a stock take. In the, put that on your calendar to do a stock take in the next month or so of all your materials for all the products that you're going to be offering for Christmas or just all of them and make sure you have enough yes, of all your materials fun. now. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's stressful sounding. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do what I did. Don't do <laughs> learn yeah. learn don't from do Jess. <laughs> um, so what's next? I guess the next step is like, okay, I, I know when I need to then market my promotions for Christmas. And so with that comes the planning. I think, you know, August, September, early September is good to just plan everything out that we're about, mm-hmm. like that we're talking about now, including the promotions as in when will I, will you change the banner on your Etsy store? Will you decorate kind of Christmassy your website? Will you need to have graphics for Instagram, Facebook, wherever you are on social media to talk about your promotions and, you know, your products. If so, you might want to get like, seriously, get them done like in October or late September. So you don't have to do it at the last minute. They're like ready to go and even schedule them out. <laughs> so they're like, that's done. Cause you want to be busy with orders. You don't want to be busy trying to push marketing. Uh, so it's really, I, I like just 
brain dump everything on a piece of paper, like what it is that I'm actually going to need. And that might include photography as well, as we were saying, if you have new products, obviously, but some of your products, you could just maybe spice things up a bit by having, you know, if you have like some pictures that have like flat lay, you might want to have Christmassy elements around or to just, you know, maybe it's a candle that you're selling and it's not necessarily a Christmassy smell, but you can make the candle really Christmassy looking if you decorate around it with Christmassy elements, you know, yeah. mm. which in Australia means like sand and barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, gum yeah. leaves. Um, so another thing you need to think about is, are you going to go to the extent of changing any of your titles, tags and descriptions in your shop to try and get Christmas shopping searches? In other words, are you going to go in and put things like gift for mum, gift for dad? And if you do put gift for mum, are you going to put gift for mum or gift for mom? Like how are you going to spell it? Are you going to have both spellings? Um, think about all that sort of stuff. So, so question yeah. for you um, mm. with that specifically, because I hadn't even really thought of that. Um, if someone is overwhelmed with the amount of work that they have to do, how, like where in the priority list would do you think that specific thing would be for SEO? I think if you're selling, well, if you're selling Christmas specific products that you're adding to your shop, then that's a no brainer. You're obviously going to put all these, these things as in there adding them, yeah. as you're adding them. Yeah. So what about going back and changing? Look, honestly, it's not something I have. I usually don't do it. I'll be, I'll be frank because I'm so busy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and also to be fair, Christmas is not a huge push for me because it's not the major yeah. so thing that I'm concerned about. Yeah. yeah. It would be really depend gonna be on the type product. of product and the type of promotion you're doing. Mm-hmm. So yes. I guess just for those people who are listening going, oh, holy shit, I have so much to do, yeah. <laughs> just work out where on the priority list that or any yeah. of these specific mm-hmm. things are because maybe, yeah. you know, if you have photographs from last year that are Christmassy, maybe you don't need to retake them, you know. So mm-hmm. just all of the all of the items and see yeah, you need to put them in a priority order to see which things need to get done first, second, mm. third, et cetera. Yeah, and with the this idea of like having a gift guide, for example, of your products, you can reuse it year by year and maybe if you want to change things. Like people, no one's going to remember yeah. <laughs> what you put in your gift guide last year. You can do the same thing. The mm. photos, you can reuse them. Um, the titles, tags and descriptions, if you write specific ones for Christmas, for God's sake, don't just delete them. Um, like first of all, copy and paste the original ones and put them somewhere safe, mm-hmm. <laughs> then change it then you can copy paste that and then change it back again. Yeah, totally. And maybe only do it for a few key products. Don't do it for everything in your shop. Mm. Like the ones you put on the gift guide, maybe they're the ones you go in and just update and put a few of those, those key Christmas holiday, Hanukkah, whatever, you know, there's all the different holidays as well. Um, and think about that. Like, don't just think about Christmas. What, what other holidays get celebrated around that time of year that people mm-hmm. might be buying gifts for? Uh, New Year's is really big in some countries. Like, um, and, and if you're in the US, I guess Hanukkah is a big one as well. So just remember that to look outside of that as well and think about other celebrations you could be marketing to. Hey, Maker, are you loving the Business Making Podcast? We're loving bringing it to you, but we really need your support to make sure that this show keeps going into the future. You can support us by becoming one of our patrons on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. We have a few different membership levels. You can get things like behind the scenes and extra special content, uh, a link to your business from our website, and even maybe a shout out on the show and more. Just head on over to thebusinessandmaking.com forward slash support, and you can get all the information there about how you can become one of our Maker Mavens insiders and help this show to grow and flourish going forward. 
Um, so I had a question too, and I think Jess is probably most relevant for you, but I think Deb probably has some good insight too. Um, in terms of items that you do make to order, so compared to, you know, if you just have your um, all your stuff already ready and, you know, you have 25 of these products and once it sells out, it sells out and that's fine. When you're making to order, you obviously need to take into account the hour of labour that you have available to you <laughs> in this time frame. So how do you sort of work out um, like how many of a certain thing you have for sale and without getting into that mindset of I just have to sell as many as I can and not <laughs> and then realising that you actually physically can't do that? What's your advice? Um, you do have to know how long it takes you to make your products. Um, that's one thing like I have made to order. I have nothing prepared and I don't put limits on or like, the amount of things people can order. So I have to play it by ear. Uh, so I have to be aware of how many orders we've had coming in, aware of how much time generally it's going to take us to get those orders done. And if we ever got to, and I know this happens to a lot of people, if you get to the point where you realize I'm pretty much, I've, I'm pretty much got all the orders I can ever take. You just have to shut. You can, mm. you can't take any more orders. Yeah. You can, I, the only options are closing your shipping or your shop or whatever um, and getting caught up, hiring someone to help you, although that's really not the time to be doing that. <laughs> you <should've, laughs> if you're going to do that, you should have done it sooner and trained them. Um, those are really your only options because the third option is the one you don't want and that is where you don't deliver. Mm, yeah. You don't want that option. Even if you end up losing money, I'm doing air quotes here, or losing orders, or making people unhappy, I tell you now, they're going to be less unhappy about not being able to buy from you than not getting the thing on time. Oh, yeah, yeah you're going to lose so much more long-term. If you don't deliver on time at Christmas, it's like the worst thing you could do for your shop. Like, it's really hard to – well, honestly, it's understandable too. Like, I'd be really upset mm. if I'm like, this is a gift, and you're like, yeah, I'll get it on time for you, and you get it in February, and you're like, well, I look like an idiot at Christmas, you know? Yeah. Um, and if it's for kids, like – Oh like, yeah, it's Santa nice. doesn't come in February. Like, <laughs> does Santa not like me? <laughs> well, no, you've been naughty. <laughs> not getting anything this year. No, it's like you. you it's uh, it's definitely play about year, but you have to keep track of that when you get your orders because, as you said, it's like when you start feeling like this is overwhelming. I can't make this all happen. You have to shut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's good news, right? Like you. It is good news. Out, it's like, actually amazing. Good. Yeah, <laughs> and it's instructive. You're like, okay, well, next year mm. I need to be more prepared or yeah. I need to, you know, maybe I need to start marketing earlier. Maybe I need to hire someone to help me with my packing. Maybe I need to mm. hire someone to do other aspects of my business. So that, cause remember you still have to run every other aspect of your business during this time. Mm. Mm. That's right. <laughs> so you still have to keep up with convos and in emails and customer service. And it's going to be like, if you're, you know, if you're doing well, it's going to be a lot more than normal. So also be aware that you're going to work harder and not only are you going to have to work harder and work longer hours at this time of year, chances are you're probably involved in preparing Christmas stuff for your own family and as well. So that's just another stress load on top of you. So just be aware of all of those things coming together at once. Yes. Well, yeah. Good point about the personal stuff. Like so, so busy, <laughs> like can you maybe even add in the list, if you're going to have to buy presents for your own family and friends and mm-hmm. do it now, Oh yeah. Like seriously, do it now. And a lot of people do that. Yeah. Like, but like, well, I've never understood it because I'm always the late one. 
that I don't do, but they're all buying their presents like all year. And I'm like, oh, wow, you guys organize. And then it comes to Christmas, I'm like literally Christmas Eve going into town and buying everything. And I'm like, oh, I get why they're doing that now. Yeah, I'm with you. I get it. (laughs) Thankfully, I have like no presents to buy pretty much. So it's not an issue for me, but you like a little sod. Well, we're like my parents and I, that we might buy them something a little bit. Generally, we and Nick and I were like, we have all the stuff we want. Let's just like go out to dinner or something. Or, so good. I know, have like seven some, left. We like buy treats like like lollies or something and put it in the stocking and it's just, yeah. There yeah, you go. I'm not, I'm really not big on Christmas presents. I really don't remember. <laughs> I love that we're all saying how awful we are and actually remembering together this all the time. <laughs> Horrible. Um, I was just going to say this probably also is a good opportunity to assess like if you're getting into that period of getting a bit overwhelmed and you have way too many orders and you have to make them all to order, blah, 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 it might be time, it might be a good time to assess whether you need to introduce a more or less made-to-order type product. Like is there a product mm-hmm. that you can have already made that people just kind of buy off the shelf and you don't have to customise in any way? Um, yeah, good. Or you have to extend your lead time. Yes. Because you've had it too short. Yes. That's a good point about having products though that are already made as well, because then you can redirect those orders going, look, I'm very sorry, but unless you don't mind having it a bit late, I'm not going to be able to make this to order. But I do have this in pink. Yeah, but you can get this one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's talk briefly about how to handle, because you will get them probably. I want this thing, but you know you can't get it to them. So what, what do we do at that stage? when somebody messages you or even worse buys from you, this, this is, this is so, okay. So say this is what I do. I have cutoff dates everywhere, like plastered literally everywhere um, on my website, uh, on my Etsy banner. I have it, you know, you can bulk edit now on Etsy, for example, you can put it literally at the first sentence of your description. If you put your Christmas cutoff dates uh, on my own website, I have like a pop-up thing and whatever. In other words, they should know, but Um, I always, every single person who orders after that cutoff date, I always message them within and my, my actual subject line to them is this won't like, not exactly this, but this won't arrive in time for Christmas. Like I I make it really, really obvious, uh, in, in the subject line and in the message to them just, and I say it something like, um, just checking that you're aware that my Christmas cutoff date has passed. So if this is a gift, it won't, it, uh, it's not guaranteed to arrive in time for Christmas mm. so and make take- sure they know. Yeah. Yeah. And then if they want to cancel, great. Awesome. There mm. you go. Like don't, don't, don't be upset about it if they cancel. It's just, they just didn't read it. They just didn't see that there was a cutoff date. There. I think that's a now, super important point because I think a lot of people might not even have Christmas cutoff dates like advertised. <laughs> so right. if you're getting orders up to the 23rd or, you know, that's probably a little bit too late, but mm. even like the 20th or whatever of December and you're like, oh, should I just have to fill this? If you aren't setting yourself up for success, that's when you're going to fail. So, yeah. yeah, just make sure that you do have those cutoff dates like, yeah, everywhere mm-hmm. so your customers know. And you have to make a decision as to which way you're going to go. Are you going to continue to accept orders and just be willing to deal with the customer service partial nightmare that could bring on or are you going to shut your shop for that last week or two of December so that nobody can actually place an order so you don't have to deal with with the customer service onslaught. Mm-hmm. So those are the two options you have to decide between. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think people still purchase a fair bit after Christmas though for some weird mm-hmm. reason. So it's like you don't want to miss out on those sales, but I think it's super important what you said, Jess. It's like you have to contact them no matter what and really insist on the fact that this is not your responsibility as well if it's yeah. late and that it's very clear what your time to make the product mm. and ship it is and that you can't, you know, you're not a magician. <laughs> yeah. People get money at Christmas and then purchase yeah. stuff with that. So sometimes it's not actually a, a Christmas gift. It's more yeah. like I've been given money at Christmas and now I'm treating myself, which yeah. is fine because then it can be a bit late. It's sweet. Um, but yeah. And remember people are always buying for all reasons anyway. It's not like people stop buying for other reasons mm. just because Christmas is coming. Yeah. Like especially my, you know, I sell wedding rings. <laughs> people are always buying them because yeah. their weddings are always coming. So uh, that's why we don't shut. I mean, we have in the past, different years we've done different things depending on circumstances. So again, it's not set in stone. Just decide what's best for you this year. Uh, what are you going, what, what way are you going to go? And, and also be prepared to change your mind. Like if you just get this amazing onslaught of orders and it's way more than you ever anticipated and holy crap, what am I going to do? You might just have to shut for a couple, even for a couple of days just to let you, yourself catch up. Uh, so just be aware if that's going to happen, then that's what happens and it's okay. Okay. I think we've covered, uh, I mean, we've covered so much. I'm feeling honestly like I would need to put everything down on paper myself and be like, okay, let's plan this and let's re-listen to this episode. And I don't even plan. sell products and I feel overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm like, I have so much shit to do. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> no, but I think, you know, the key is really not to listen to this and think, okay, good. I love that they did that. When it'll be time to plan for it, I'll go back to this episode because there's a reason why we did this episode now and not in September or in July or whatever. It's because it really now is the time. Um, again, your marketing needs to start in October if you have a cut of mm. in like November. And th- that, that literally gives you a month in September to sort out uh, products and promotions and all of that. So don't, uh, don't snooze <laughs> on this. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for uh, being with us yet again another week. Uh, always a pleasure to be in your ears. And uh, if you would like to do us a favor uh, and help us share the show with your friends and other makers in Facebook groups that you might be a part of or take a screenshot, put that on your Instagram stories. We'd love to see you listening to the podcast and then we can reshare that to our own audience, which is very lovely. Um, and yeah, if you would like to also go and leave us a review on iTunes, that would be wonderful wonderful and we will talk to you next week bye Bye, everyone